In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Thursday of the fifth week of Easter, today being the 11th day of May, 2023. Let us beckon on the Spirit of God to come dwell in us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Christianity is a blessing, not a burden. Christianity is a blessing, not a burden. The first reading today is taken from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 15, from verse 7 to verse 21. And the Gospel reading is taken from the Gospel according to John, chapter 15, from verse 9 to verse 11. Like we saw in the first reading yesterday, Barnabas and Paul, and host, a host of the other believers from the Gentile extract, extraction, rather, went to Jerusalem to confer with the apostles as regards the issue of circumcision of Gentile converts. And today, we see how the early Christian community resolved this. And Peter spoke, addressing the audience, saying, Why the need of imposing any burden on the young converts? As a matter of fact, the position of Peter and the entire council of the early Christian authority in Jerusalem was to make it definitively clear to all that the Christian faith is meant to be a blessing to all and not to bring burden upon any. This was further confirmed by John the Beloved, the Bishop of Jerusalem, when he spoke to announce the resolution of the entire council that no additional burden should be placed upon the Gentile converts, but that they be encouraged to keep away from everything that is opposed to the will of God, just as all other believers do, and to live their lives in the Holy Spirit, guided by the Word of God. Little wonder then, Jesus tells us in the gospel of today that as the Father has loved him, so he has loved us also. And he says we should abide in his love. Being the children of God brings us into a love communion with God through the person of Christ Jesus. And love naturally does not bring burden, but brings blessing. Jesus himself has summarized the law and the commandments of God into two. Love of God and love of our fellow human beings. 
Unfortunately, many who are privileged to decide the fate of others, to carry out, to be involved in the decision-making processes in faith organizations, in faith-based organizations, in the churches around, have taken themselves to be demigods unto others. We continue to make rules upon rules, laws upon laws that even hamper the spiritual growth of those whom we are making these rules for. Many are times preachers of the gospel, authorities of the church have come to make the Christian faith more a burden to the people than a blessing to them. And by the authority of the church, I do not mean just those who are at the helm of affairs, bishop, priests, pastors alone, but even those who take care of different groups, societies and organizations in the church. For instance, a whole lot of emphasis on levies, a whole lot of emphasis on uniforms, a whole lot of emphasis on different things that are actually far away from the essence of our Christian faith, even though they are equally important, but when we now prioritize them over and above that which is at the core of our Christian calling will make the Christian faith burdens unto others. And like Peter says, why should we create burdens for others that we ourselves are not able to bear? You see, in some among some Christian groups, people who will not care for their own members, for their own kind, in their times of need, organizing themselves, spending hundreds of thousands of nairas, millions of naira to organize the member's burial when he or she is dead. Making a great Christian faith a burden unto others. Organizing that people who have to go in uniforms and all of that, this is not a bad, but when we now leave the fact of fraternal love among the members of that group and begin to emphasize this, that is where the problem comes in, for instance. When we insist on bearing Christian faith, yet there is nothing Christian about our way of life. We are making Christianity a burden rather than a blessing. When we, even as Christians within the same church, within the same um, religious organizations, within the same society, within the same Christian groups, continue to live along the line of ethnic divide, professional divide, and what have you, we have turned Christian faith into a burden for others rather than making it a blessing. Beloved child of God, there is no rule, there is no law that is greater than that which will keep us in the love of Christ. And that which will keep us in the love of Christ is the love for God above all things and the love for our fellow human beings as Christ himself has loved us. 
And so when we begin to develop structures, systems, projects, laws, rules, and regulations, we should begin to ask ourselves, how much are these going to amount to a blessing in the life of those who are targeted? We are called to live in the love of Christ and to, you know, bring this love of Christ to all that come our way. We are called to facilitate the conversion of the unbeliever rather than the condemnation of the unbeliever. We are called to make the burden of the unbeliever lighter rather than increasing the weight of their burdens. Jesus says, come unto me all who are overburdened and have overlabored themselves and I will give you rest. We are supposed to be the hands of Jesus Christ offering rest to those who are carrying burdens. Many people who are in the church they were holier than the persons they are now, having joined some particular groups and societies in the church, which are meant to grow its members, all their members, in virtue and in righteousness. Beloved child of God, how is that group you belong to in the church? How is that decision you are making as a leader affecting positively the life of the members of your group? The homes and marriages of your group? We must begin to see ourselves as agents of God's blessings, agents of God's love, first of all. And so anything we do must be in view of promoting the love of God for all, of including all in the salvation of God. You know, on bringing everyone into the sheepfold of Jesus Christ, this good shepherd. So that all can experience equally as we do the love, the compassion, and the mercy of God. Let us go all out today, beloved children of God, to become the bridges that connect people to the love of God rather than the walls that separate people from the love of God. And God will continue to bless us through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.